Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 230 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor. There's no Damon this week. Damon is uh, off at uh, Dollywood. Yeah. Uh, seemingly yeah, enjoying him, himself. <laughs> seen him posting a little bit. He seems to be having a good time. <laughs> he does. He does seem yeah. to be. I, although I haven't seen like any posts from like the actual like park or like I feel like he posted a picture of the bus and like nothing else. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, well, that that's I mean, that's par for the course with with Damon. You know, he doesn't. Yeah, sure. uh, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest that, you know, I in the past, I don't think we've gotten even like the bus pictures from him. Cause, that's true. Yeah. He, he I feel like doesn't... he tends to do a photo dump at the end. He's more of a photo dump at he, the end kind of person. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He, yeah. He'll he'll usually kind of put stuff after the fact instead of while he's there. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. How was how was your how was your vacation? How was your week off? Uh, it was good. We uh, we were out in Canmore, Alberta. For anyone that's been out in that area, it's uh, it's pretty nice. It was uh, it, it was um, it was a little bit rainy, which actually it, it was funny. Actually, that the we we've had it you know hot here, like it's been everywhere else. And yeah. for the 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 first day we were out there, it rained, which uh, dropped it down to sixteen degrees. Which I'm sorry, I don't know the conversion to. It's a Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. Yeah. but but it it was cooler, which um, actually worked out to our benefit because uh, it's sixty yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah, which you know is you know it's it's not bad, but uh, you know it cooled things down enough that we could enjoy ourselves because when it gets too hot, you don't uh, you don't really want to do anything, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we had uh, we had we had a good time out there. That's good. Yeah. Did you get a chance to? I know you wanted to see the Hunter Mitchell movie. Did that? Did that happen? End up happening or no? Oh no! We, yeah, actually, we ran out we were going to, and yeah, we just uh, we we ran out of time. Like we were busy with other stuff, so it uh, it just didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so we we might try again. Uh, I'm, my wife actually has a couple of days off, so we might uh, we might try and see it like midweek or something. Yeah, I, I there's I there's so many movies like I want. It's funny because I my my mom texted me, you know, being a retired person, and she's like, she they went and saw Oppenheimer, and, I, and my mom's like, oh, do you are you gonna go see it? I was like, I don't see any movies ever. Yeah, like I don't I like when when do I have time to go see movies? Like you know, it, I yeah, mean, it's committing like two hours to something doesn't it doesn't sound like a lot of time, but. It, it kind of is because I, I guess it's more than two hours because it's, it's that you know, Oppenheimer was three hours, I think. Yeah, <laughs> right. But but I mean, you know, on average, it's like because, like, you yeah, know, it's not just. Average, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, like, you know, you have to kind of like, you know, you know, getting there, you know, it's not like you just like go watch the movie and leave. It's always like um, or or well, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe I don't know how other people do it. But, you know, I always find that going to the movies is like. It, it like takes a whole evening for me. It's not just like, yeah. oh, you know, I I could do this and then go do something else. It's like I'm basically booking my evening off for that thing, right? That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, that's that's I don't know. My, my wife and I just don't do like movie date nights anymore. First of all, like most of the time, whatever we want to see is not the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like, that's you know, too. Yeah. Yeah, because like I mean, I think the you know most of the time it's I mean we would both go see Haunted Mansion probably, but you know like any any time you do a date night, it's just absurdly expensive with babysitters and you know and 
and I we buy dinner for the babysitter usually, and so like it just it, and then you know whatever it costs us to go out, it's just it's just a lot. So you know we we don't do it as often, and typically when we do, we we go and have dinner. We don't you know we don't go do like a movie or anything like that. But um, you know, Haunted Mansion probably would be a, a good opportunity. Although who knows how long how much longer that's going to be in theaters since it hasn't done particularly well. But you know, yeah. And, and well, and, and also there's part of me that like, like to your point about, you know, like, like date night and stuff is that I could just, you know, order food in and yeah. watch it at home on Disney plus. Yeah, this is exactly that. right. <laughs> so, exactly right. You just wait, just wait yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That, that might be an option too, but uh, that's what I do with pretty much everything nowadays. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I just wait for it to come out. Right. Like I still haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy three yet. I'm just waiting for it. I mean, it's out on Disney plus now, but again, this one of the very few superhero movies that my wife wants to watch with me. So I have to wait for her to be wanting to watch it, you know, to actually watch it. So <laughs> yeah, my wife actually vetoed watching guardians of the galaxy three. Really? Yeah. Cause w- when she found out that there was, um, cause there's all the, the animal stuff with rocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah. and she's like, I don't want to see that. And I'm like, okay, fine. I then we, we won't watch it. <laughs> well, you can watch it without her then. Right. I mean- yeah. yeah. But, but, but like, like you, you know, we'll, we'll sometimes sit down and like, like we'll find a movie on Disney plus and watch it together every once yeah. in a while. But you know, I, I suggested it to her and she's like, I actually don't want to watch that. And so it's like, okay, never mind. We'll, we'll find something else. <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, I've heard it's, it's a little, uh, it's a little brutal, especially, I mean, if you're, I mean, I think most people really like animals and don't like seeing animals be hurt, but I mean, if you're especially sensitive to that, I could see why you wouldn't want to watch that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll probably, like I said, we're, we're going to still try and see haunted mansion in theaters, but um, like you said, you know, I don't know how much longer it'll be there. And if it gets far enough along, we may just decide to wait until it comes on Disney Plus anyway, and which will probably be October because they're probably yeah. going to shoot and then, for Halloween, right? So, and then it's yeah, you know, it's a good Halloween movie, right? So yeah, you know, I I do I I do find it interesting that Disney released that movie at the same time as what everyone assumed was going to be two giant blockbusters in Barbie and Oppenheimer, and then also released a movie that's kind of. It, you know a scary not scary but it's like a you know it's in the horror genre it feels like it belongs more in october than it does in the summertime like it's it's kind of yeah. odd to me that they did that and i i read that it might be because they want to release it on disney plus in october and so to do that they had to put it in theaters a couple months earlier but that just if that's true that just tells you what the strategy is these days that the theaters really don't even matter nearly as much as the streaming services do you know yeah the, that you do bring up a good point there i i I do find it weird, but you know, Disney's done this before too, right? Where they, have, they, yeah. they don't always, they don't always line stuff up with like, Oh, you know, this is like a seasonal movie. So we're going to release it, you know, at that time. Yeah. Um, but you're right. You know, something like haunted mansion, you, you would figure they would leave it more towards Halloween, but uh, you're yeah. That maybe they did have some other intent for it and they just had to do the, the theater release at this time, which um, the other thing, like like the point about you know you know releasing alongside Barbie and Oppenheimer, I, yeah. I it's not like the it's not like the the different studios are like talking and oh sure yeah no, and true. whatnot. So so I, I guess it's kind of hard because you know they probably set a date and then as they get closer to the date, you start seeing when other movies are coming out, and I'm sure that it's not easy for them to change gears and be like, oh, actually, you know, sorry, we're going to push this a week or or you know whatever, right? Like it's. 
that like usually once the the date is set in stone, they can't really do anything about it. Well, they push movies they, sometimes, though. They push movies back sometimes. I mean, there is, but but yeah. usually, you know, by the time you start seeing promotion, because like yeah, you know yeah, they've yeah. announced a date, there's all the there's all the media promotion and everything around it, and it's very hard to. Once you get a couple months out, it's it's hard. Yeah, or yeah, once you have once you have an established date, um, and there's enough media stuff out there about it, it's very hard to go back and say, actually, wait, no, you know, we're coming out a week later because enough people have seen the previous date that you know people are going to show up thinking that <laughs> you know you know people show up a week early, going, you know, where's this movie? And oh, it got pushed a week, and then and then I know personally, if that happens, I'd be like, ah, forget it. I'm you know. I'm not even going to bother now. Right. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it kind of blows up in their face. So I can see why, you know, even if they knew that the, these other releases were coming, they can't really stop the train at that point. No, so, no, I, I agree no. with that. It, it's, it is interesting though, because I almost feel like we're getting to the point now. And, and I, I feel this, and we'll talk about this a little bit later when we talk about the earnings call. Cause they, they did talk, uh, Iger talked a little bit about the, the movies, uh, from recently. And, um, but I, I, I do I do feel like the theaters are almost icing on the cake at this point, right? Like where it's mm-hmm. they're putting these movies out, and you know it's obviously like if it doesn't make a lot of movie money in the theaters, okay, who cares, right? Because it could get a, a ton of views on it could be a thing, you know, like Encanto. Encanto didn't make a lot in the theaters. Now, given it was right on the cusp of COVID, right? So like you can't blame that. But like Encanto was the biggest thing ever on Disney Plus, right? So like. You, in some ways, you know, it's great that it makes a lot of money in the theaters, but it's also important for them to, you know, to to put that on the streaming service and get a lot of, uh, you know, get a lot of stuff there. And and even you know, the Indiana Jones movie didn't do great, right? But Iger was talking about how the the previous four Indiana Jones are some of the most played titles on Disney Plus right now because the new one came out. So it's like right. it's an interesting it's interesting how the that media strategy is kind of changing with movies where it's like. Yeah, sure. It's great if it makes a billion dollars. Like you want that, right? You still want that. But if a movie like you know Haunted Mansion doesn't do well in the theaters, they're still going to put it on Disney Plus and where it could find an audience. And you know, got how many movie? I mean, it, the 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 direct you know um, kind of uh, thing that used to happen in the past with this was was VHS, right? And and DVDs. There were lots of movies that bombed in the theaters and then found an audience later on home video, right? Like it's still happening it's just happening with the, the streaming services instead right so yeah and, and you know even you know funny to to that point as well um like i didn't realize this about hocus pocus until hocus until uh, you know hocus pocus 2 was coming out was that when the first movie came out it didn't do well either in the end yeah it got but, banned yeah yeah but but it, it found later on like you said you know with the vhs release and everything it found that like cult status yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, as yeah. uh, you know, you know, people were like, "Oh, this, you know, this is the greatest movie." But it's like, like you said, you know, it it feels like there there are certain movies that in theaters, you you know, you know, you kind of have those moments of hype where it's like, you know, everybody went and saw this movie and it was amazing. But I don't think that's going to happen the way that it used to anymore because of the yeah. fact that you know, you know, people are full and well aware that it's you know if a movie is coming out in theaters, it's like, well, you know, it, it would have to be like the most amazing movie ever or else you, like you're still going to have a, a chunk of your audience that, that looks at it like we do is, you know, I would rather wait until it comes out on a streaming service where I've already paid for the streaming service. So it's not costing me anything extra and, you know, I can watch it at home, but 
yeah, you know, you know, I think Disney's starting to see that, that, you know, you know, the, the money is, there is money to be had still after the, uh, the theater release yes, release. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, you know, planning differently and, th- and thinking more about the long term instead of just uh, like, like a lot of movies, it's like, they're like, you know, we have to make all of our money back in the first week or else it's a bust. And it's yeah, like, yeah, but these movies end up going on for years afterwards or, or, you know, they live on as, you know, they, they become, you know, in certain circles, you know, you know, popular movies that, um, you know, years later, people are still, you know, paying for them on streaming services and, and whatnot. But, you know, if, if, or I, I guess it, it, it's hard because, you know, how, how do you explain to a studio that, you know, you'll get your money back in, Eventually. you know, in <laughs> five years instead of in, in a weekend. Right. And yeah. And from Disney's point of view, you know, you know, if they're doing it all in house, they're the ones in control of that anyway. So they can kind of budget and plan for it that way. So yeah, I, I think I, I Disney, see where it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, no, I think Disney expects that, right? Because they know they're going to make it back in merchandise. They know they're going to make it back by putting these things in the parks. Like, you know, like because of the way that Disney's so vertically integrated, they can, they cannot make money on a movie and still end up making money on the movie afterwards, whether it yeah. be through streaming, whether it be through merchandise, whether it be through putting things in the parks, like, they're still going to make their money, right? Like it's, I mean, this happened recently actually with Elemental to your point, right? So Elemental did not start out well, right? Like it it started out with a kind of a rough opening, which is weird for Pixar movies, but then it just kind of kept, it kept making a steady amount of money to the point where it made, you know, almost half a billion dollars. But it like people were initially calling it a bomb, but it really didn't bomb. It actually ended up doing really well. Um, Slow burn. It was a slow burn, yeah, which is yeah. is not the norm, right? Like normally it's you have this huge audience the first weekend and then there's this precipitous drop off the next week, right? And and that continues on, but that didn't happen with Elemental. It just kind of was a steady, like you said, slow burn for like a while. So it's it's just interesting cuz I and I I think, you know, Disney realizes this as as much as anybody and is that, you know, they'll they'll make it back in other places. They they make it back with Disney Plus, they make it back with merch, they make it back with parks so anyway that was not a conversation that we thought we were going to get into but it just kind of happened so here we are (laughs) here we are Um, so do we want to get to it looks like we have one listener question this week yeah Um, because we didn't put a post in the facebook group i'm not going to point any fingers at anybody um (laughs) well okay but i mean he was on vacation so i guess we we both could have done it so that's as much I guess it's as much my fault as anybody's. Yeah, that's so, my fault too. Yeah. I guess <laughs> yeah. we need to get better at that because we, yeah, we're all yeah, we're all used to certain things happening a certain way. We need to not assume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. All right. So, so Chris says, um, do you have any relationship with your DVC guide, like so many people seem to, or do you just treat it as purely transactional? Um, <clears throat> I guess yeah. For for me, it is it is purely transactional. Um, and yeah, I guess there are, or when we first started out, I think, you know, when we were asking questions to our guide and everything, like we, we had definitely a lot of conversation with him and, but I found that like, even, um, we did talk to him like when, when the, the Disney or the Disneyland tower was coming up, but I found that, um, yeah, unless we were actively buying something, um, there wasn't a lot to talk about. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, yeah, I guess it is just purely transactional. We don't just like ever call him up and be like, 
you know, hey, what's going on, right? <laughs> yeah. So I used my very first guide from when I first bought. I didn't really have any kind of relationship with that person um, other than that first purchase that I made. And then, so, so, you know, I, I've talked about this before. I have, I have a friend who was a DVC guide. And so I moved to being, you know, she, she took over my relationship and it was a little bit different, obviously, because there's a friend is personal friend that I've had for, you know, since college. Um, so, you know, for me, it was like, okay, great. Um, I can have my friend do this. And, and she used to, she do, she did what I would think that most DVC guides should do for their clients. Like every time I was at Disney, she knew and she would like call and leave a message in our room or she would leave a note for us or like, you know, she would do all this kind of nice stuff, right? Like, and, and that's like, to me, if you're going to have a relationship with your guide, and I'm sure a lot of the guides do that for probably the people that have, you know, more more money i guess <laughs> that sounds really right. bad but you know they're probably always trying to get people you know to buy more um but you know now my friend got a my friend got a promotion so she's no longer my guide i don't have a guide in the moment uh, at the moment and truthfully i don't really know if i need one because i don't um you know i'm not going to buy direct anytime soon yeah i mean yeah that, that that's a kind of exactly the the thing is that you know you know, like I, I said myself, is that, you know, unless I'm act- actively buying something from them, I don't know that or, or, you know, I guess it would be nice. Yeah. If, you know, if, if my guide, you know, left us a message in the room or whatnot. I mean, he to to be fair, you know, he actually did help us set up our first um, our first booking and all that. And yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I remember there I think he had something there was something that was supposed to happen when we got there. But we actually had, or that was when the hurricane happened in 2016 that we pushed our, our trip two weeks. So all of that got blown out of the water anyway. <laughs> so you, uh, yeah, literally yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you've had really bad luck with hurricanes and your trips to Disney. Like, well, I mean, we've only, or we've only actually experienced one and we've been delayed by one. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it could be worse. <laughs> I get, yeah. I mean, I guess it could but, be worse. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, we, we, we are, we're trying to avoid hurricane season now, but we'll see how that it's, goes. it's hard though. Hurricane season's so long, you know, but you're going in like early February though, right? Or, yeah. or you're going in February next year. So that's, you're yeah. definitely avoiding hurricane season this time. So, <laughs> you, you know, you say that, but <laughs> who knows? I'm just, just imagining the weather report in my head. Uh, the very, yeah. a very rare February hurricane yeah. for Florida. Like mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's not impossible, I guess. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually have been uh I'm I'm still thinking I I, I think we're going to go for one day the week of Thanksgiving. I've been talking about this for a while. But mm-hmm. I I think that's going to that's going to happen. We're just going to do a Magic Kingdom day just to, you know, see the decorations and uh and all that stuff and take my daughter for a day since we're going to be, you know, right around the corner basically. So I yeah. think it's happening. I'm not going to tell my daughter that we're going to do a surprise thing. So it's oh, that'll that'll be perfect. She'll she'll yeah. love that. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, she she hasn't gotten to experience the uh, the Christmas stuff no. at Disney yet, has she? Yeah, no, she hasn't. I, I am a little worried about the crowds, right? Because I was looking at crowd calendars and I was like, maybe like the couple day. I mean, like you know, earlier in the week before Thanksgiving, it'll be okay. But it's just gonna it's gonna be awful. But it is what it is. I mean, you know, like that's you have to just go into it expecting it. We did. We did, uh, I, I talked about this on the show before too, years ago, maybe seven or eight years ago, 
um, we went uh, and we our last day was the day before Christmas Eve. And that last day was crazy. Like you couldn't walk kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, like it was it was really, really, really difficult. Um, so, I mean, I don't think it'll be as I mean, maybe slightly better for Thanksgiving, but probably not that much. But we're going to try to go early in the week. I think we're going to do like the Monday before Thanksgiving because that Sunday has one of the Christmas parties. So we don't want to have, you know, obviously a limited day. Um, so I think we'll probably do that Monday. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But anyway, if you're lucky, yeah. people will still be traveling by that point and you won't have. Yeah. 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 It, I, I know it seems like, you know, usually before those, the holidays, there's a bit of a lull because of, you know, people traveling and whatnot. So maybe you'll get lucky and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That would be good. That'd be nice. Yeah. So. All right, so a little bit of DVC news, and this is not specifically DVC, I guess, but this is, uh, you know, changes at DVC resorts. And I I think it probably affects DVC people more than affects regular hotel guests, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I, I guess because I I, I don't know where you're storing alcohol in a room without a fridge but yeah <laughs> yeah so effective august 1st this went into place uh two weeks ago now but um I, we're just seeing you know news reports about it now is uh bell services at the dvc resorts and at disney are no longer accepting al- alcoholic beverages with grocery orders um I, they're they're they will take the delivery and they'll hold like they'll hold it but you have to be there to meet the delivery person which Kind of makes sense, but it makes me feel like maybe they've had some issues with people that are not of age, you know, taking these alcoholic beverages and they don't want to be liable for that. Yeah, I mean, I I can see that because, you know, technically anybody in the room, like, you know, if you've got something at Bell Services, you can go down and get it from Bell Services, right? And I can I could see situations where, you know, a 17 or an 18 year old, you know, is, you know, hey, go down and get the, the grocery stuff right yeah and you know yeah if, if and you know somebody underage shows up and you know your bell services is handing them a bottle of alcohol uh yeah that's yeah. that's not good <laughs> so this this also might be a policy change from the like the third party companies too like it, it might be that instacart changed their policy and we don't know you know what i mean like that instacart's like no you have to come and so they just made a blanket policy you know yeah i mean i uh, well but i guess the thing is is that like I, I know Amazon and uh, like a lot of like even like DoorDash and stuff now does alcohol delivery, but um, yeah, I I think I think the thing is for them, I can't see it being an issue because the people who are working at Bell Services are right. Because I shouldn't assume that like would everybody working at Bell Services be an adult? Is it? I mean, like, I think I don't. I don't know. It's a good you, question. You I could mean, hire, you could hire a twenty-year-old to to work yeah. to work at Bell Services, and, and again, maybe, maybe that's yeah, maybe that's part of it. Is not just you know people who are picking it up. Maybe they don't want to deal with making sure that you know no, you know if there's an employee that's underage, you know, not having them have to deal with that, right? You yeah. know, that could be part of it too. Yeah, it could be. it's 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 definitely an interesting situation like i understand from their point of view right like because like we said it it could you could end up in a sticky situation where you know uh to your point like a teenager right went and got the got the stuff and then you know drank this and then you have you know situation where a guest a parent is very unhappy that the bell services person just allowed them to have alcohol you know so i it 
I get it. It makes total sense to me that they would have to do this. It's actually kind of surprising they didn't require you to do this before. Um, I mean, I've never gotten alcohol delivered to the hotel before. I typically, I mean, it's probably because we drive. So like if we're want alcohol in the room, we bring it with us, you know, like it's not, we wouldn't, we wouldn't necessarily order it. Um, but you know, it, it's an interesting change, but not that big of a change, but it, you know, could be for some people that, uh, that order alcohol with their, with their stuff and, you know, have to actually I, go and meet people. I don't drink, so I don't know what, or yeah, it's not an issue. Well, I don't typically drink either. So yeah, that's like, <laughs> well, it's I, usually not an issue for me. <laughs> I don't drink period. So yeah. we don't, we don't, we don't have alcohol in our house at all. So yeah, it's yeah, it, it's yeah. It, it, like I said, you know, it's, it's great for, or it, it's it's good that the, you know, Disney's kind of drawing a line on it because it keeps, you know, it keeps things easier for them, but yeah, it sucks if you have to, um, yeah, it sucks if, if you're, you know, somebody, like you said, who has to, or not has to, but you know, wants to have alcohol while you're on your trip. But I, I mean, I don't know, I guess that, that would, even if I did still drink, I feel like that would be like the lowest priority at disney i don't know maybe that's listen i agree with you i i am i am on your side with this i you know there's a couple things i don't understand uh you know that people do at disney it's like why do you need all that alcohol in your room and why do you know i i know people that still like uh do their daily workout routine when they're at disney i'm like why though you're gonna walk like 10 miles today like can you just not do it for like a week (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just don't get i like their own (laughs) <laughs> this is the, I know teach their own right like I'm not judging I'm just saying I personally don't get it and that's fine like you know it's just not something I would do so you know which is fine it's like like I said it's it's not you know it doesn't matter what I would do so um <laughs> anyway so uh the artist palette at uh at Saratoga Springs so that is DVC related right so so is uh, this Sorry, is Artist Palette, is this a new, I've never been to Saratoga, so I guess I don't know. Is is this a new or is this like they've redone the menu? They just redid the menu. They just added oh, okay. some things to the menu. I mean, even when I stayed at Saratoga, though, I have not been here. Um, it's, like, it's like a quick service, though. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's a quick service, uh, at, at, uh, Saratoga, but we, we actually never went in there. I, I don't know why we didn't while we were at Saratoga, but we just, we just didn't. Yeah. So, you know. That's what happens. Uh, <laughs> oh, avocado toast. No. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the I was going to say the very first thing on this menu is avocado toast. And I don't get avocado toast. I just don't like avocados. So, like, and mm. I know I'm probably I know I'm probably in the minority on that. But they did just no. I'm not a fan of avocados. <laughs> I, I don't mind them. I just don't get why it's such a big deal. Like. Yeah, there's other things that I would rather put on my toast than avocado. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. Um, I am looking though at this uh, French toast thing. That looks delicious. A French toast strata. Yeah, is that like a muffin? It almost looks like a muffin. It, yeah, yeah, it looks like a muffin with served with bacon and Crispy. creme anglaise. Which I, I thought that was cream cheese at first, but I guess it's, it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just noticing, you know, the, the bacon is, it looks like it's cur- cooked very well. You know, it's very, very crispy. Crispy, it's not, it's not chewy bacon. Yeah. Not chewy bacon. Are, are, we, are we doing this again? <laughs> no, we're not. Well, Damon's not here to be annoyed by it, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was just doing a throwback. I was doing a, doing a, yeah, I know. <laughs> doing, a, doing, a, doing a reference, doing a reference. 
Yeah. Listen back a couple episodes. I, I already that was actually probably a bunch of episodes ago. Now. Oh, that was a while ago. That was that was a couple months ago now. Yeah. Well, go listen to our whole catalog if you want to know what I'm talking about. Uh <laughs> uh ooh, a charcuterie board. Okay. Listen. So at a quick service, I mean, all right. It looks all right. Okay. I, I feel like charcuterie is like adult lunchables yeah (laughs) yes it is it's absolutely but but the thing is is like they're they're trying to sell us you know ooh, check out our new charcuterie board like you literally just threw a bunch of stuff on a plate like don't get me wrong yeah like like, i I like you know meat cheese and crackers you know that's good but but it's like I don't know. That, that that would not be a selling point to me. I, I like a charcuterie board. Uh, you know, I like a good charcuterie board. I, but, but you're right, though. Like, it is, it's just, it's just adult lunchables. That's yeah, all it you, is. you can only get so bougie with it. You it's, really can. Yeah, you really yeah. can only get so bougie, right? So <laughs> there's like a brisket and horseradish sandwich here. Okay. I'm not, not my cup of tea, but I'm sure some people would be in for that. I, I do have to say that those look like house made uh, chips and those uh, look pretty good if they are. Um, Tuna salad sandwich so, again, not my jam. So, so I, I'm going to break the illusion for you here for a minute. Yeah, um, the the house made chips. If so, if you if you're looking at the was it the beef on weck and the yeah. tuna salad sandwich, the chips are identical between both of those pictures. You know what? They are identical. They probably just switched the sandwich out for the picture, right? Yeah. I, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's not even like real chips. If it's just like a wad of like. They just like photoshopped it in there. <laughs> no, no, not even, not even photoshopped. I, I wonder if they made uh, like you can like deep fry like a ball of of chips together so yeah. that it looks like it's like chips, but it's just like like what a wad what, of chips. <laughs> what a great call out on the fact that it's the same chips in both photos. <laughs> yeah. I I just noticed it. Like I just happened to look, and I was like, you you can see like along the edge. Yeah, that like like the pattern of the it's chips exactly are identical right. between yep. them, and yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's really which, funny. yeah, it's it's only because you said something, and I, and I was like, oh, that you know, they they're just being lazy with the the uh, presentation, and yeah, you're right. They're probably just you know they had a bunch of sandwiches there, and they're switching them out and doing doing the photos, right? That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, it's funny because they moved the other props around on the on the picture. They did, yeah, they moved but, the other props. But around. The chips, the chips stay yeah. the same. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, this pizza actually looks pretty decent. Oh yeah, especially by Disney standards. Uh, this this looks Margarita. like a legit pizza. Yeah, yeah. I <sighs> got some homestyle meatloaf. Okay, um, okay. Cre- create your own entrees: homestyle meatloaf, sautéed garlic, shrimp, and herb roasted chicken. And you get two sides with that. Okay, that sounds cool. Okay. Now, now I gotta ask because okay. maybe it, like, or maybe it's because I I think I. I hate to say it, but I've never had good meatloaf. Oh, okay. Well, you should have come to my so, house though, when I was a kid. My my mom makes some killer meatloaf. Okay, I guess maybe not that, that I ate it. But my, <laughs> my my mom's meatloaf was not great. Like it was kind of a it was a fallback. It was, meal. Yeah, it was like it's like you had nothing else, and it just yeah. you had to like yeah throw it together. Yeah, yeah. So so I guess, I guess maybe that's the thing is that when I see meatloaf, I think back to when I was a kid, and meatloaf was like the we we never or. Er, I would have anything else over meatloaf. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> so, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Like my mom's turkey was really good. She like when when she would cook turkey at like Thanksgiving and stuff. That was amazing. 
but yeah, the meatloaf, like we were never excited to have meatloaf. So I would never, <laughs> I, I would oh, never man. have meatloaf. <laughs> you never eat meatloaf. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. There's a ham and cheese would, panini over here. I'm, I'm, that I'm panini looks that. really good. It yeah. does look really good. I don't yeah. know what kind of bread that's on, but the bread looks fantastic. It, yeah, it looks it looks very seasoned. Like like there's some does. like there's herbs in it or like yeah yeah some ham smoked gouda Dijon mustard that sounds delish yeah quattro formaggi 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 yeah yeah that sounds right or right. cheese <laughs> yeah or cheese yeah that's right yeah. yeah uh and then you know the little dessert here there's a little uh derby day pie okay mm-hmm. it's a pie shell with chocolate nut filling aka uh I, well they didn't say hazelnut so i was gonna say nutella but they're just saying chocolate nut which usually they'll say hazelnut if it's nutella so i guess it's just a chocolate nut with uh buttercream and a and a nice little horseshoe on top and some some uh, stuff that looks like grass yeah yeah and, i uh, forgot that yeah saratoga's big theme is around like horse racing yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's, yeah, all, it's all horse yeah. it's all horse stuff yeah so yeah i mean hey look this is a good menu good menu update for uh for a quick service this i mean this doesn't look like quick service food you know this looks like legit no i mean i've had a lot of i, I say that but i mean i've always had good food at the quick services at uh at the hotels at the dvc resorts so yeah you know, you know disney does make it hard to like the a lot of their quick service um is it's hard to differentiate between the sit down and the quick service yeah yeah cases, a lot of it's good yeah. which which is not a bad thing because it means that you know on your quick service you're getting usually really decent food um and you know for for me at least you know the law a lot of the reasons to do the sit downs is because of a particular experience not because of i'm not going somewhere because you know the food is the best there's like it's there's a larger yeah, yeah. piece to it right so yeah it's you know it's good that uh like a lot of this i i could think that this was a you know a a sit down menu, if you know if we didn't know it was uh, um, Artist Point. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, listen, that meatloaf dish looks like it's the meat. Sorry. It's it looks like the meatloaf they give at fifties. I mean, you know, it's it right. looks it's you know, and that's a sit down, right? So uh, it's it's not all that different, right? But you know, I I, I you know, it's funny because we always stay at Kidani when we stay at Animal Kingdom, and my wife and I were mm-hmm. talking about when we go next year about staying at Jumbo, and for two reasons, one, because the, well, let, let's do three reasons. The grand Villa that we were looking at, you know, is at uh Jumbo is one floor instead of two floors. And, and, you know, we're going to have some young kids, so we don't want to deal with the stair situation. Um, two, because the Jumbo ones have uh pool tables, right? Uh, wow. So, which, which, you know, is kind of a nice little thing to have right there. Um, and then the third reason is because Jumbo has all the quick service. Like they have a nice quick service right in there. And it's, it's a lot more convenient, especially when we have the young kids, as much as I like Kidani, it is a little bit of a pain to hop on the little mini bus and go get food. And then by the time you get back to your room, it's already cold. And, you know, I, yeah. it'll just be a little more convenient. I think maybe to stay at Jumbo since we're going to be with so many people. Like, I, I think it's fine when it's like my wife and my daughter and I, but like, it's it just it's going to be a little more convenient, I think, to say at Jumbo. So and 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 it's because of that quick service offer. So yeah, and I, I don't know about you, but you know, I'm I'm always elected as the one to go and get stuff from the quick oh, yeah, service. No. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if you're uh, you know if you're not having to walk an extra you know three miles to <laughs> to get to get food, it, it definitely makes things easier, right? <laughs> you can I mean, and you can walk from Kidani to Jumbo. I typically like to take the little bus, but uh, you know. 
it just it just takes it, it's it timing just, works out right like, yeah, yeah 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 so anyway um all right let's let's go ahead and do our ad and then we got a couple other topics here and um we'll go right. from there okay uh this week is uh dbc rental store who is a world of dbc company that offers magical vacations at incredible value save up to 60 percent off retail rates at premium disney resorts DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. As always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to, go to dvcrentalstore.com slash welcome home or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 382-7368. And when you do talk to them, make sure you let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Yeah. Select that drop down. Use that link. Make sure that uh, we get credit for the, uh, the the you guys going to DVC Rental Store. <laughs> so, uh, I think we're actually going to have somebody from Rental Store or um, Resale Market on next week. So, oh cool. Um, so look for that. I do, I don't know who yet. We're 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 working on it, but I think next show we'll have somebody. So, um, and I know that there's been we haven't had a Rental Store person on in a little while, and I think there's been some more demand for re- Rental Store lately. So maybe we'll we'll talk we'll talk Rental Store. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So uh, Disney had their most recent earnings call, and there were some interesting things in there, I think. Um, and I just wanted to kind of put some highlights in here. Um, you know, first of all, just talking about the, you know, the cruise ships are basically completely and totally booked, which is interesting that a lot more people seem to be uh, cruising. Uh, they mentioned their capacities at 90, or their, their, their occupancy is 98% for fourth quarter. So basically, all of the cruises they're, in the fourth quarter are full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, interestingly enough though, so like, and I, you know, obviously we, there was like a lot of news articles out there about, um, you know, the parks being empty this summer, which I don't, I think was a little blown up too much. Like I saw it, plenty of people. It's not Disney that they parks. were empty. It's yeah. that they were, uh, and I guess this is the thing is that it, you know, they were down in attendance from last year, but there was a yeah. surge yeah. in people last year because of COVID. <laughs> Well, and and it's not just yeah. Disney either, right? Like there was, yeah. you know, and that's what I thought was interesting about all the news articles that came out. You know, it was like a month or so ago because Fourth of July was kind of dead at Disney, but it was also dead at Universal. Like Universal, I saw had the lowest uh, attendance in their history this past Fourth of July, right? So like it's yeah. not just Disney; it's Orlando in general. And, and I know SeaWorld's been struggling too, um, but like it's it's just it seems like that type of tourism is maybe it's maybe calming down there was a pent up demand a lot of people took trips and then it's just kind of evening out now and 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 even you know they mentioned too that uh that they're actually that Disney World is still performing above pre covid levels so um above 2019 now they they didn't say with attendance they just said with like you know revenue but so we don't know if attendance is actually higher than it was in 2019 but they're making more money than they were in 2019 so um, yeah. but you know, it, it is interesting. I, I just, I remember seeing all those articles come out and I'm just like, I mean, yeah, okay, sure. The parks were not that busy on that day. That's, that's fine. But like, there's more to the story than that. It doesn't mean they're just, they're just, you know, nobody's going. I mean, I've seen plenty of people go this summer and it's been busy, you know, it's just, yeah. and I also think like, it's almost like the, you know, everybody always says don't go on holidays. Right. So it's almost like people just avoided it. Uh, completely on July 4th until they came, you know, till it came to nighttime and then nighttime, you know, I saw the, the part of Magic Kingdom was packed at night, you know, for the fireworks and everything. Um, but also it's been like crazy hot in Florida too. I think a lot of people are just avoiding the parks because it's hot, you know? Yeah. So I, I mean, that's, 
that that's been the thing too is that the heat this year has uh, i think pushed a lot of people from normal normal sunny vacations that they would do to yeah. to find cooler places to go <laughs> yeah yeah so so interesting though like so disneyland's still doing well and the the parks international parks did very well this past quarter um just yep. disney world was a little bit softer but again it seems like it's a problem overall in orlando go ahead sorry well, actually, I was going to point out here that, um, yeah, as you were saying, the you know the other parks are doing well. They do specifically call out for for Florida that um, they're adjusting for um, Star Cruiser accelerated depreciation. Yes, which which um, it, it sounds or later down or further down it says. Um, um, uh, the results reflect an approximately a hundred million accelerated depreciation charge related to the Star Cruiser, which a hundred million dollars. Well, it's a hundred million in, in this quarter, in, Trevor. The next quarter is one hundred fifty, so it's a total of two fifty that they're writing off for the Star Cruiser. Two hundred fifty million dollars they spent on that. That is crazy. How expensive that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know why it costs six thousand dollars for two days. Yeah. So, um, wow. Yeah, I mean, somebody broke it down per room, and I forget what it was. It was something. It was like a couple million dollars per room. Now, given you know, that's not really a good way to look at it, right? Because like, mm-hmm. they obviously didn't spend all the money on the rooms, right? Like they spent the money on uh, the common areas and all that stuff, right? But yeah, that's crazy, right? Like we didn't really know how much it costs to build a Star Cruiser, and and two hundred fifty is probably not you know the accurate number. That's what they're writing down, right? Like that's the the hit they're taking on their on their balance sheet, but that's. Yeah, it's it's crazy that it's two hundred fifty million dollars. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, but so yeah, they mentioned too, you know, they, that part of this is they're coming off the fiftieth anniversary celebration. Uh, part of it is that they're coming off of pent up demand. Uh, so they said, you know, post COVID pent up demand le- is leveling off in Florida. Um, you know, Universal reported the same thing in their recent earnings as well that they were seeing, you know, quite a bit of softening in the in their attendance as well. Um, so, you know, but they've also, you know, they're talking about too that they're, you know, they're they're going to still be making investments. Um, you know, they he says they're going to make numerous investments globally to the parks over the next five years. Um, you know, and then they're going to, uh, you know, they they say a couple different things here too about like, um how international travel has been expensive so you know it's which is is also hurting them as well uh because of the strong dollar right which is something that affects you right so yeah yeah that that does definitely um uh it it you know for us we we are fortunate enough that because of you know having dvc and all that that it it's not enough to push us away from traveling to disney but it definitely you know, we definitely do think a little more about what we want to spend. Yeah. And, you know, for a lot of people, like, you know, there, there's, you know, friends and stuff that I talk to and they're like, yeah, you know, you know, we were thinking about going to Disney this year, but, you know, uh, you know, I think we'll save our money and maybe look in a year or two is kind of yeah. the, the story that I'm hearing because, and, and a lot of it is, yeah, the dollar, you know, people look and they go, you know, the dollar's not in a great place right now or the Canadian to, to US dollar isn't great. Yeah. So you know, you know, people don't want to spend the extra money, which, yeah, unfortunately does, does hurt Disney's bottom line. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it does. Yeah. yeah. 
they they did mention here domestic parks attendance grew slightly year over year. So it di- it did grow. It's not like it actually dropped. So like despite again, despite all the articles you saw, their their attendance still grew in the third quarter. So it's it's just not growing as much as it was because you know of all that pent up COVID demand. So um yeah, and and you know, they even mentioned here too attendance composition changes, which is code for more annual pass holders coming into the parks. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, <laughs> and and it's um th- there's one last part here and, and actually it's funny cuz the you know, you know what you're talking about is uh sustainability, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. they they had that they had that spike after COVID and now it's leveling off and you have to find where that sustainable um area is and so so the the last point here is actually around the, you know we were talking about movies earlier the movies, yeah and the, you know they said uh you know regarding um studio performance let put, let's put things in perspective a bit the studio has a tr- has had a tremendous run over the last decade perhaps the greatest run in any studio that's had mul- and has had multiple billion dollar hits um uh and the, you know they list like guardians of the galaxy um and avatar for some reason <laughs> Well, Avatar made over a um, billion dollars. Yeah. So yeah, well, and, I, I guess know, I, I didn't think of that as a Disney movie. I well, guess, it is now. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is now. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so you know th- those were huge box office uh, hits. But then they had some other ones that had been disappointing to or to them. But but the thing is, is that you know you know exactly what he, what he's talking about in the earnings call is that you know they've had a great run for the last decade, but you can't sustain that forever. Like, oh, like yeah. there is, there is going to hit a point where you can't keep, you can't keep firing out like, you know, these amazing over the top movies. It like, there's only so much you can do and you do eventually have to let it drop off a little bit or, or, you know, let it drop off and kind of let people's expectations reset because, you know, part of it too is, you know, you know, even with all the, you know, movies like Avengers and stuff that came out, um, you know, those, those set the bar really high and, uh, but you you have to you have to reset the level at some point. Like and I think that's what what Bob Iger's realizing is that, you know, you know, Disney is gonna probably level out here a little bit, meaning that, you know, they're they're not gonna keep trying to shoot for for you know these crazy over the top movies for a little bit because it hits a point where it it stops hitting the way that it did. Right. And even to yeah, the point yeah. about, you know, some of the, the more recent movies is that they're not getting the same response because they're not like, you know, people, people compare them to event Avengers and it's yeah, like, yeah. you, you can't do that. Like you have to kind of like, you have to let people kind of reset and, and, you know, stop expecting, stop expecting, you know, billion dollar movies, I guess. Well, and it's so, I just I just pulled this up because like I I had read that even now this was before Oppenheimer and Barbie came out but up until those movies came out Disney was uh I think they were still like 30 something percent of the market share like they were still leading in earnings uh, a box office uh share for of all the studios so even though they they had a less than good year they still were leading now that probably changed with barbie and oppenheimer since those were huge hits but even just i looked back here right so like 2016 they had 26 percent market share which was you know 10 percent higher than anybody else 21 percent 2017 again higher than everyone else 26 percent 33 percent in 2019 <laughs> like I mean, they, and then, you know, even 2021, they were 25%. So like Disney's been like over 20% of the box office basically for the past, you know, 
bunch of years here. So it's, you know, you're right. It's hard to sustain that. Right. And like everybody was waiting for Pixar to make a bomb. Right. Like, you know, and because Pixar for the longest time, everything they did was, you know, was gold. But, you know, you can't do that forever. You just can't. Like, it's just not possible, right? Like, you're always going to have movies that don't do as well. And, um, you know, and I do think having Iger back is is probably helpful. Iger was known for being more on the creative side of things. Um, and I, I think he, you know, is is really trying to drive that creativity. And, you know, um, uh, Chapek was not known for that, you know. And a lot of the movies that came out this summer were under Chapek's uh, guidance, right? So... Which it's, yeah, yeah. kind of <laughs> makes sense. Unfortunately, which yeah, it makes it makes sense, right? So, uh, I mean, but you know, listen, some interesting things in here. The the company, uh, you know, is doing fine. I mean, it's it, they're definitely dealing with a lot of stuff, especially with all the strikes going on and um, you know, reducing travel. But you know, they Iger keeps saying that you know one of the most important parts of this company is the park. So. As a Parks fan, that is always uh, great for me to hear because that makes me feel good that Iger understands at least. And I, I hope that the next person understands that the Parks are, you know, such a key to their business that they, they, have, to, they have to continue making them better and continue what they're doing and not let them uh, fall by the wayside, you know? Yeah. But, which, but that also, I guess I also take that as, you know, that doesn't mean that kind of the same thing as the movies is that, you know, you know, we've talked about, you know, like, well, what's the next ride or what's the next big thing that Disney's doing in the parks, right? Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that, you know, we're getting a new ride every year. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah like, sure. I, I guess that that's kind of the, some of the messaging I'm getting from this, too, is that, you know, you know, Iger's trying to level set a little bit that, you know, yeah, we've got things coming, but don't expect that, you know, we're going to fire out the next thing in, in the next 12 or 24 months. Yeah, right? so, absolutely. Yeah. They've always too like they've always been good about like there's always something different going on, right? Like, and what I mean by that is the 50th anniversary celebration ended, then the 100th anniversary celebration started, right? And like yeah. before that though, before they had these milestone ones, you know, they would have like I remember there was like a summer of Frozen thing. They did like a a Pixar thing. They did you know like they always have like some sort of of special event going on that makes it feel different and new. You know, and like that's that's what I think they do really well and and why they're, you know, and, and you know, you have that with Food and Wine and, and Flower and Garden and Epcot and, and all those different festivals always kind of make it feel new and different every year, even though it's the same kind of festival. It's there's different things. There's different booths. There's different food. You know, it's it, it it's keeping everything new and fresh and, and, and different. And, and I think they're going to continue doing that. And like we've talked about, I think they're going to announce big stuff soon. But again, that stuff's going to be years away. So. You know what else um, it, this is making me think about is that um, as much as people don't like, you know, you know, nobody likes to hear that, you know, you know, that there's a lull in the parks or that, you know, that that attendance is down. Like, like it's funny because, you know, people people hear the whole like, you know, oh, you know, things are not as good as they were last year. And so so that gets extrapolated to. Oh, you know, you know, Disney parks aren't doing well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing about that, or, or this is actually what I like the most, is that when when they start seeing a hit in revenue, um, they actually get more creative. Oh, yeah, they, totally. They, because th- this is always when you see something like 
um, what was it? Like they, like they did there. Um, there was a thing they did years ago in Disneyland where it was, uh, it was this interactive thing in Frontierland where there was like two teams competing against one another. And, and it was like, you, you would go sign up at this thing and go around to all these, um, different stations, like, kind of like a scavenger hunt kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it didn't run forever, but you know, it was something that they were trying with, with like, you know, interactive entertainment. And the thing is, is that the way I see it is, you know, er, you know, when people go, Oh, you know, they're worried about, you know, you know, things weren't, you know, Disney's not doing well is, you know, that's kind of when they kick into overdrive yeah, and, yeah. and that's always when you get the more interesting stuff that does happen. And, and you, you do have to be patient because, you know, it doesn't happen instantly, but I'm hoping that, you, you know, to your point, you know, not just that we see more, you know, food and wine stuff, you know, that they try, you know, Hey, they're going to try some new, something new in the parks that you've never seen before. And when you go, you get to have an experience that you would have never had otherwise. Right. Yeah, like yeah. that's, that's what, I, that's what I'm kind of taking from this is that, you know, you know, Iger is definitely level setting and he's uh, you know, they've got some stuff planned, but he's also not going to show his hand right away either. And yeah, you know, I, I just want to see what happens because, you know, it, give, it gives me more reason to go back to the park. It's not that, you know, you know, I still just love going to the parks anyway, but yeah, you know, it's always nice when you go there and, you know, they're trying something new <laughs> and there's something exciting and new and different yeah. that you could do, you know? Yeah. And, and it doesn't always have to be a ride, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes those experiences are just as valuable as, you know, getting a new ride. No, I, I 100% agree with that uh, and like those special events and stuff like that. But I mean, I feel like every time Bob Iger speaks, he says the same thing that he's – and he said that in the earnings call. I'm very optimistic about the future of this business over the long term. And he said, you know, making investments in the parks. And, you know, he's talked many times about the, what, $17 billion that they want to invest in at Disney World. So I think we just need to wait to hear what that's going to be, right? Like we just yeah. need to – we just need to wait until – to hear what that is actually going to consist of. And well, I mean, I think we're going to hear it soon enough. Uh, like I said, I I have been speculating. I think we'll hear at least, you know, before the end of the year or early next year, um, you know, what the what the the plans are. They're going to lay something out. But I mean, I remember D23, what, like five or six years ago, uh, may, maybe even more recently than that, where they laid out like everything they were going to do. Like, remember how many things we had to talk about on that one D23 show where it was like, they announced all the stuff they were doing and adding. And uh, I mean, it might've even been when they were talking about star Wars and um, you know, they, they were going to put that theater in magic kingdom, which got canceled and, and all the Epcot yeah. stuff and like all that. Like, I feel like we're going to have a big announcement like that at some point. So, but we gotta, we gotta wait and see. Yeah. All right. all right. So since, since it's August here, you know, let's it's talk Halloween. about Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Halloween. Yeah, Halloween's happening right now. Um, so first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple things about this. So we are looking at some photos of the exclusive Nightmare Before Christmas popcorn bucket that has debuted at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. The first thing I'm gonna say is. This is not a popcorn bucket. <laughs> it's, it's a popcorn bucket holder. It's a popcorn holder. <laughs> so and I, I want to make the differentiation on that because to me, a popcorn bucket actually holds the popcorn. This is just holding the container that holds the popcorn, which is fine. It's fine. This is more of a display piece anyway than something you'd want to like put popcorn into. I actually think this is really cool. I am not a Nightmare Before Christmas fan. We've talked about this before. I don't think anybody in the show is really into it, but... 
I will say this is one of the cooler popcorn buckets I've seen. Uh, popcorn holders, I should say. Very detailed, like lights up. Um, I just say it's really cool looking. I, I, I would, you know, I would think about buying this even though I'm not into that movie. It's, it is very well done and looks very cool. Yeah, it it looks more like like a toy you would buy yeah. for Nightmare Before Christmas than a popcorn bucket. And so, so yeah, just um, you know, you obviously you you'll see pictures of this when when the podcast comes out. But it, it, they have um, it's the the mayor of Halloween Town driving, and then uh, it, it's it's like a it's a hearse <laughs> with yeah, a, a hearse. A lock, shock, and barrel in the back and zero on the one side. So yeah, you know, if you're into nightmare before Christmas, you know, it's definitely, you know, it definitely be something worth collecting, but yeah, the, the thing that uh, to your point is, you know, it, you open the top and you put the, uh, you know, the, just the standard popcorn, uh, uh, th- their cardboard popcorn, cardboard, car- cardboard container. popcorn thing. Yeah. Yeah. In, <laughs> into the top. So, so that, you know, it's great that it's holding your popcorn, but I guess the thing is, is for me, you know, the whole thing about popcorn buckets is that, you know, they have a lid that you can, you know, like close up your popcorn so that it doesn't spill. And this is like, this is, this is like you said, this, it's entirely a showpiece. It's not meant to be functional, which, you know, that's where, you know, when they say it's a popcorn bucket now, it's not because you're not, you're not putting your popcorn in it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, you know, for those that like it, great. Uh, You know, I, I'm not going to, be you know rushing to get something like this the only thing i hope though is that you know again back to the point about disney experimenting is you know maybe this is you know them trying something new but i hope it's not going to be i hope it doesn't preclude you know future popcorn buckets that everything is you know, oh yeah we'll give you the 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 paper popcorn container and here's a thing to like kind of hold it in, but you know, your popcorn's still going everywhere. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, I, yeah. I, I still want the popcorn. I didn't like, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it does light up too, which, but which is cool. I will say. Yeah. Which, I mean, there, there's lots of other popcorn buckets that light up as well. So, you know, that's, you it know, that like that's not roll too. Yeah. No, it's, it's not unique. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it's, it's definitely, you know, it's a toy at the end of the, like, it, yeah. it looks like a toy at the end of the day. But um, I can see my daughter playing with this as a toy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, if if I was th- th- this is where it's like, you know, would would it be better off to just sell this as a toy in the park or advertise it as a popcorn bucket? Like, like it seems yeah. almost unnecessary as a popcorn bucket because it would have been fine as a toy. Right. I, like, I agree <laughs> with you. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, too, I, I think for. <clears throat> This detailed of a piece, twenty eight bucks is not terrible. Um, True. Yeah. I, at first, I was thinking, I was like, "Oh, that seems expensive," but I mean, it's a really pretty detailed piece, and plus, you get popcorn with it, which is always nice too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I just think it's cool. I, I think it's well done, and and uh, I, they're getting really not getting. I mean, it's been for a while now, but these popcorn buckets have gotten really intricate, you know, and like really well yeah. detailed, you know. Yeah, but I, I'm still. If I'm buying a popcorn bucket, I want it to hold my popcorn. Yeah, no, I agree. I, listen, I agree with you. I agree. I agree. This is not a popcorn bucket. It's a holder of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a holder of a popcorn container. It's not even right. a holder of popcorn. It holds your 
this is inception going on here. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're no longer holding the popcorn. We're holding the, the holder popcorn, popcorn that's holding. The popcorn. <laughs> we're holding the container that's holding the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah. The other thing I, I that I saw posted about this, which I really love, what they've been doing with the monorails lately. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's such a simple, small thing, but it's just really cool. Um, so for the Halloween party this year, you know, the, typically you see all the, the orange and, and purples, you know, the colors lit up everywhere. Well, now they have the, uh, monorail fleet, uh, during the Halloween party, uh, with the LEDs on the bottom, uh, with purple and orange, which is very, I, I love this. I love that they're doing this. It really, it, it's just one of those things that Disney does that you just are like, yeah, that, that's that's awesome it's, and cool. It's simple, <laughs> you know? but it's yeah, it, it it just further adds to the impressiveness of the monorail, which you know, you know, the monorail is already a cool thing in and of itself. And then yeah, yeah you know, exactly. You know, if you're leaving the Halloween party and it rolls up with the you know the purple and orange on the bottom, yeah, you know, just please Disney, just keep doing that. <laughs> that's a, that's the kind of thing you would remember as a kid, right? You know, like oh totally. Would, yeah, like you would remember walking, like you know, you're half asleep, you're walking out of the Halloween party, and you would you see the monorail going by, and it's just like one of those. Like I remember the like the Main Street Electrical Parade from when I was a kid. I remember the 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 um, water pageant from when I was like really young. You know, it's like one of those very few memories I have from being a young kid at Disney World, and this is something I would totally remember. You know? Yeah, yeah. So well, even- anyway. Yeah. You know, you know, even if you're staying anywhere, you know, near the Magic Kingdom, you know, you see the monorails go by and, you know, just, you know, you, you'll be able to just see these rolling by with the colors, right? Exactly. Like, you, you know, yeah. any kid looking out their hotel window, like you said, you know, you're done at the, the party, you know, going back to your room and you just see the monorail go by. Like, yeah, it's that that's Disney's doing exactly what they should be doing for for our Halloween parties. So I'm expecting that, you know, the same thing will happen at the Christmas party. Yeah, I was I was actually just <laughs> yeah. gonna say that. I, I'm assuming we're gonna see red and green monorail uh colors going going through the uh Christmas party. So but uh, listen, yeah. I'm if I go during that time I'll I'll uh, I'll let you know. But I guess I won't sure. be going to the party. I'm not going to the party. But um But you, you may still get catch the the monorail depending yeah. on when you're there, right? Yeah. I, I mean I don't know. I it seems like they're only doing it on party nights, which you know, fine. But yeah, you know, I, I guess I've found that, you know, Disney, they, they say that, but my experience was like when we were there, um, they still like some of those things, they were, they didn't care enough to like switch it off on the non-party oh, yeah. nights. Yeah. Like it was they still just, there. Yeah. They yeah. just did it still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the last thing here, the last item we have for today, because we t- we talked about this last week and the week before, there's not a lot of news going on right now. You know, there's the Halloween's yeah. ramping up. A lot of people are, you know, kids are getting back to school and it's, it's a little bit of a lull with uh, Disney news and that's okay. Um, but so we've got a uh, not so scary Halloween party uh, magic shots. Which, listen, I'm a big fan of the magic shot. I will ask every every photo pass photographer to do a magic shot whenever we do it, which probably annoys them. I like the ones that just <laughs> do it. You know what I mean? I like the ones that just yeah. are like, hey, put your arm out and, and we'll go, okay. You know, like I, I wish every photographer would do that. I don't, I feel like some of the, I don't want to say some of them are lazy. I feel like some of them just don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? They're just like, take a picture, get out of here. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. 
but I appreciate when they just do it. But it's nice to ask for these two. So there's some new ones for the Halloween party. We've got um, one where what? It looks like the uh, poison apple is being uh, given to you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, oh, I don't. What's in the top of that? Is oh, it's is it like a stick? Is it a, it's it's a poison? It's apple? like a candy apple. Yeah, a, a poison candy apple. Okay, so that's a new one. There's a Tinkerbell dressed in like fall colors one where it will land on your hand. Uh, there's the classic balloons floating away one, but they made it all Halloween balloons. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. They've got some prop mm-hmm. ones. Looks like they, they got these. Uh, they got the classic Halloween episode ones yes. with uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie Louis, dressed yeah. in their costumes from from the old that. I can't remember the name of the episode yeah, what was now, that with the witch. Um, yeah, what was that cartoon? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I recognize it, but I'm trying to remember what it was. What it was from? Um, yeah, I, I can't remember the name of it now, and it's going to drive me nuts. But um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was the one where they go and they they uh, they knock on the witch's door and or no, sorry, it was the witch helps them mess with Donald because they knock on Donald's door and Donald mm, was yeah. a jerk to them yeah <laughs> as he tends to be yeah as yeah he tends to be. um and then and then there's the uh the three ghosts from uh the the mickey mouse when mickey donald and goofy are ghostbusters <laughs> yeah when they're ghostbusters yeah <laughs> before the ghostbusters before the ghostbusters oh, yeah that and those are the new ones but they have returning the dancing skeletons which by the way my daughter is obsessed with that dancing skeleton cartoon from like the 20s um yeah they just actually recently like re uh you know redid it what well, you know not like remade it but they like um Remastered. what do they call that yeah yeah they like they upgraded it like so it, it looks a lot better and my daughter i thought my daughter would be scared by it because it, it is kind of scary but she's like obsessed with it for some reason she just absolutely loves the dancing skeletons and i would love to do this photo op it's a it's a cool photo op for sure yeah it, it's cool that they actually get like the black and white filter on it yeah yeah which yeah it's, it's very nice yeah and there's there's also another i'm just looking at the new ones because some of these are the same like they have the hitchhiking yeah. ghosts by the haunted mansion well by uh hall of presidents mm-hmm. um you know headless horsemen uh a new one though is ever by storybook circus they have uh maleficent uh attacking you which is kind of cool yeah that that's a very cool one it's, yeah i like she's that like one. coming around the like the side of the the, the building at yeah you, it looks like yeah 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 that one is that one's cool i like it um are there any other new ones? No, the rest of them no. are the same. But, um, you know, listen, I've always wanted to do the Halloween party. I will do it one of these days. It's just not uh, right now. But I will. My, we're going to get my daughter there at some point when she's going to appreciate it because I don't want to spend the absurd amount of money it takes to do it and have her fall asleep at 830. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely want to be up late for that one. She's not so. an up late kid, man. She'll she's she, I mean, we she uh, will get to like 830, nine o'clock and she will pass out. So uh, my my kid did it. We did the Halloween party when he was 11, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, he was he was at an age where he could he pushed through and. It, it also helped too. the 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 thing to remember is that the uh, the the trick or treat trails and the cookies that they hand out, um, the, the sugar rush is enough to get the kids it's, it's a lot to get, keep them going. <laughs> yeah, you just need to, yeah. you just need to throw the sh- throw sugar at them. Yeah, that's yeah. Just just be prepared for the crash later because it does oh, yeah. come. <laughs> yeah, you got to just give them some pixie sticks and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. I just one last thing. We're we're out of news things, but I, I I was I wanted to ask you this, Trevor. And I know I do this mm-hmm. sometimes. And you're like, of course, we have that thing in Canada that you think we don't have. 
Uh, so I was, I was, I was recently. Uh, I saw in the news recently that uh, locally here, um, our our only drive-in movie theater is coming back. And I don't. Is that a thing up in Canada? Drive-in movie theaters. Uh, yeah, we we used yeah, to okay. have them as well. Um, the <laughs> the one that we had, um, particularly in my city, um, there it, it was next to an oil refinery. Oh, and, great! <laughs> and there was a fire. And, well, that's yeah. Yeah, and it never it never reopened after that. But yeah, I, I definitely I went to the drive-in as a kid, and they do they do the pop-up ones here every once in a while too. Oh, okay. Like the, we'll have them around the city where they'll they'll advertise a, a pop-up drive-in theater. So that would, yeah. you want to talk about getting me to go to the movies more? I would totally do more drive-ins. Like if they had drive if drive-ins made a comeback, I would be going to the movies a lot more. I like I know all of them basically closed, but like you know, and there's very few left. But man, I used to love the drive-in movies. It's like a whole experience. You know, like my daughter would be all about that, like if we could do it. But um, yeah, the the hard part for us up here is that the drive-in really only operated during the summer because oh, yeah. Yeah. we don't. It's too cold in the winter to be yeah. doing drive-in. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, no, it's just one of those things I wish would make a comeback. Like they need to come up with like a cool new concept for it and make it like a hipstery thing, and then it will be good. <laughs> like, yeah, right. So yeah, I mean the, the hard part is that. Uh, I mean, you, you have to, or, you know, you're showing up in your car, you have to keep your car or not keep your car running, but you have to, you know, you know, turn on the radio. Yeah. And then, and then like your sound system is not great (laughs) in in the car versus at home. Like it's, it's a hard sell, I think, but you're right. You know, if they they figured out some kind of experience to it that, you know, I, I mean, people also like, you know, you know, that retro yeah, experience. So I mean that that could be enough. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. It would it would be nice. Like I said, you know, we we get the pop up ones every once in a while. But but then the problem with that is that it's you know they're usually showing it's whatever movie they're showing. It's yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's not that movie, yeah. yeah like like it would be nice to like you know oh I want to go see the haunted mansion in the drive in like that would be that would be kind of cool like but yeah yeah I think that, so. I don't see that happening. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up. All right. Um, Everyone okay, assumed so, a Tom and Trevor episode would go for an hour and a half, and here we are, <laughs> barely well, over an hour. <laughs> but it, it's also, you know, we, like, we're at that we're yeah. at that lovely time where you know we're kind of waiting for Disney to, you know, like we said earlier, we're waiting for you know like D twenty three and stuff yeah. like that. So there's just not there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah, so, there's not as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> So as usual, if uh, if you guys, you know, if you have any questions for us or you want to share, um, you know, your own experiences and whatnot, you can always reach us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. So, um, you know, keep keep the emails coming. Um, and also, if, if you're on social media, you can always find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast and Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. Uh, on Facebook, uh, if you look for Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, that is our Facebook group where we have uh, a bunch of uh, our listeners uh, all talking about Disney stuff. You know, there, there's there's far more knowledgeable people than us in that group that uh, love sharing information. So, you know, if you ever if you ever have questions, you know, come into the group and you know check out who's in there. You may find that you you can make some Disney friends, which is always good. So, um, you know, you know, check that out. Um, I know Tom, we talked about it, uh, on YouTube now is, yeah. is the podcast, 
available now yes. through YouTube podcasts. Yes, so, but only the yeah. last two episodes, right? So like, we're not going to go into the back okay. catalog and post them all. Uh, that would be a lot. Um, but going forward, yes, all the podcasts will be posted. You can get them through YouTube Music or through our YouTube channel uh, through the podcast tab. Um, so it's, it's really easy to get to, but if you also subscribe to YouTube music or use YouTube music, you can, if there's a podcast section there too, where you can search for us and listen to the show there. So, um, yeah, so that's an option as well. All right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if, if, if YouTube is your thing, you know, we, we are more available now on YouTube. So you yeah. can, you can yeah. flip over there and, and listen to us on YouTube. Um, also, if, uh, if you wanted some Welcome Home merchandise, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our uh, T-shirts and uh, glasses and all kinds of stuff that are mugs. Yeah. So, um, you know, check that out if you, you know, you'd like to, to get some merchandise, you know, maybe get some shirts for your next trip to Disney. Um, and, and if you do, you know, we, we people post pictures of them wearing our stuff in the parks all the time. So, um you know, we, we love seeing that. So, you know, if, if you buy something, you know, you know, share a pick. We, we love seeing it. Yeah. And uh, also, if, if Patreon is more your thing to for if you wanted to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out our different levels of Patreon support, which all have exclusive merchandise to Patreon. It's uh, you can't get it in the store. You can only get it through Patreon. And also, if you uh, if you support us through Patreon, it also gets you access to the Discord server, which is another place that we talk with our listeners. It's a little more uh, intimate and direct, and uh, um, yeah. So if 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 that's of interest to you, you know, please check us out on Patreon. I should mention too the Patreon those gifts you don't have to buy them. Like based on whatever level you support us at, you just get it as part of your support with us, right? So like yes. it's it's not like you get access to a specific like you you know you you subscribe to a specific level of support and then you got to buy something extra. You just automatically get it based on the level that you subscribe to us at. So yeah, you know that's and 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 that's something we really wanted to do for the listeners. Like it's you know it it comes out of what what goes to us, but we wanted to reward you guys for for supporting us. So, um, so yeah. So don't think you have to buy anything else. If you just support us on Patreon, you just get a free gift at every single level. There's some sort of gift that you get for free. So yeah. So yeah. Make make sure you check that out if that's uh, if that's uh or you know if you want again there, we've got shirts and stuff on there so if you yeah. want something to to wear in the park it's uh something worth looking at and um yeah last but not least if you're listening to us on itunes or spotify leave us a five-star review it does help more people find the podcast um do they do the star thing on youtube i don't i actually haven't looked at i actually don't YouTube know you stuff. can comment on youtube though obviously you can okay. comment and you can like and all that stuff too so right. yeah it's, so it's, yeah but you can't necessarily rate us but yeah yeah so so um to that end though yeah if, if you're if you're listening on itunes or youtube or whatever you know leave us a review we we love to hear um what you guys think about the show so um yeah you know we we would love to We'd love to get more reviews. You know, we do try to read them out on the episode. So, you know, you never know if you leave us a review, you may, uh, you may hear it on the episode. Um, yeah. Have we, or I, got I know a couple. I got a couple, oh, you did get a couple <laughs> new ones. Okay. I know there, I know there was some last week when I was away, but, uh, yeah. what do you got? <laughs> uh, let's see. Should I just read one or should I read two? Should I say, save one for next week? <laughs> um, that's up to you. Well, All right. I'll just read one for now. <laughs> yeah. This is from uh, DL Miller 14. Great group and fun to listen to. Found this podcast back in March when I was looking for a Disney podcast. Only took an episode or two to become an immediate fan. The mixture of opinions but enjoyment for Disney is what hooked me. That it wasn't just, quote, look at what Disney's doing. Disney's so great all the time. (laughs) 
So that was that was the review. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, listen, we're a real show. We say, you know, real things. And, and I, I don't think we paint a rosy picture all the time. Right. I mean, um, but yeah, I appreciate we that like to be real. Yeah. 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 We appreciate that. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. You just uh, welcome as a new listener, by the way. That's great. Uh, you know that you're, you're a fairly new listener here, although it's been five months. So uh, thanks so much for, for joining the podcast. We really, really, really appreciate it. So. Yeah. Uh, besides, go ahead, Trevor. What are you going to say? No, that, that's, that's I got nothing else. <laughs> well, so besides uh, reviewing us, which we really need you to do, please do that. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us as well. Uh, you can subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can even auto download us if you want. Um, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube Music, YouTube, just about any place you can find podcasts, you can find us. Just search for Welcome Home home look for the one that's you know disney dvc uh you'll, you'll find us pretty quickly we we tend to show up uh, first now trevor in the search engine so it's uh it's it's good i think mm-hmm. we're one of the last welcome we, home standing <laughs> there can only be one there can only be one yeah it's like highlander yeah exactly <laughs> uh just a reminder to our listeners welcome home podcast for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all the opinions we express on the show are our own so please consult with a disney cast member or a dvc representative for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to dvc rental store for sponsoring this episode as well as world of dvc for continuing to be a supporter of the show so please go if you want if you're interested in renting out your dvc points making a little extra money for yourself you know when you can't go to disney or you know trying out dvc you know trying out dvc uh by uh or you know even if you don't want to try out dvc if you just want to stay at deluxe resorts at discounted rates you could do it that way too yeah, yeah so yeah, just cheaper disney yeah vacations <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. dvcrentalstore.com slash welcome home please uh check them out uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. 